Y'all, we live in difficult times. There's war, political unrest, the pandemic, poverty, families being torn, communities ripped by gun violence and people dying every day. Police, injustice, it's all bringing so much pain. But y'all, we can look inside our minds and we can understand who we are, become better, and do this thing like we've never done it before. But it all starts with our mental health and I know we can do it. I believe in you because I believe in me and I believe in us. What up y'all, what up? And welcome to another episode of Therapy Is Life where thinking, feeling, and experiencing well-being is the name of the game. Today, we have with us Tony Miller, the mentoring mind coach, 11 years. Listen y'all, today's episode, I love it. It's called Just Don't Quit. We shouldn't see our failures as things that define us, only as different types of opportunity that maybe is adversarial towards us personally, but it's actually meant to help us grow. It is. So some people don't like hearing the word. So mm. if they're working towards a goal and they hear the word no, they that when you mentioned the thinking, I can't do it. It wasn't meant for me. Who did I think I was to even try? Those thoughts creep in. And I always try to tell my coaching clients, you can start off saying those thoughts. I'm not good enough. Why did I even try? But at some point you have to tell yourself, that's not me. I can, I am good enough. I do have the ability. And when someone tells you no, because I always try to say affirmations, affirmations is a way to help you get through the short-term pain of failure. Affirmations will realign you and reset you, recalibrate you to help you see that I am making progress. I'm in the process because I got a promise. I have a promise. I got a good plan. I have a support team around me. I'm just going through a little situation right now. So when I hear no or I get frustrated, here's one of my affirmations. So, or I can just say this no means instead of N O, it means next opportunity. Yeah, there we go. Failure is the chance to do it all over again. You can do something over again when you fail or learn. Okay, so this is part of the process. I had to go through this. I didn't want to go through it, but I had to go through it. Now, what can I learn from it? How can I build on it so that I can make finer and finer distinctions to get better and more consistent results? You said something earlier when you when some of your clients come to you and they say, I'm not here and this is where I want to be. And then you look at what effort they've put in. So the desire might be at 100 but the effort that they have put in to get to that hundred might be minus 10 consistency, man. Consistency is the difference. A lot of times between failure and success. Exactly. Consistency. And that means dealing with the adversity and the challenges of your experience. When things get hard, not giving up, not quitting, moving through those challenges, finding a way to keep things going. 
You know, they say that an entrepreneur really never quit because they have they find a way to keep things moving, even when they face adversity. They find a way. You know, I remember starting out as an entrepreneur and when the ebbs and flows of money was like up and down and twist and turn and finding a way to get through and keep moving, not getting in that mentality. Because, you know, some of our friends who maybe started in private practice may have been like, no, nah, man, I ain't doing that because they, they were so uncomfortable with that idea. But you have to yeah. find a way to move through that 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 process. And then the next thing, one day you wake up and you realize, oh, wait a minute, that's not such an issue for me anymore. But it took time. Oh, man, you hit on something. Time. Time. There's an appointed time. There, there's, it happens just like that. You cannot put a, a value on time because it, it's that, it's just that precious, man. And let me say something about success. It's four Ds. Discipline, desire, dedication, and determination. You have to enact all four of those Ds every day. We talk about consistency every single day. Now, when you achieve your level of success in entrepreneurship, you might have put so much energy and effort into that that now you got to pay attention to your wife. Or now you've put so much attention and effort and consistency into your wife that now you got to spend more time with your children. So it's never ending. You say entrepreneurship never stops. You better believe it never stops. We're exactly. constantly evolving. But those four D's, discipline, mm. if you are not disciplined, I don't really know how you can expect success. Say that again. <laughs> Say that again. Say that again. If you are not disciplined, how is it? How is success going to land in your hands or drop in your lap? How? Yeah, you know, exactly. And to add to your point, I believe that discipline can start, number one, internal motivation. If I love something, I'm probably going to be more motivated to do it. If I believe that I can actually accomplish it, I'm going to be more motivated to do it. Even if it's the stuff I don't like doing, because I see it as a part of something I really enjoy doing, it's easier to do it. But some parts of discipline some things we have to do, we may not like at all, but we'll do it because we must. Yeah, absolutely, McGee. And if I can piggyback off something you just said, the thing that I like doing, or if I know I've put forth the effort, I should get a result. That's called self-efficacy. Exactly. Self-efficacy is not a big phrase. It just simply means, I believe if, when I put forth the effort, I will get a result. Now, what you imagine in your mind and the result that you get may not align perfectly, but it's going to be some alignment. It's going to be some symmetry. And then mm. you can build on that and make corrections and adjustments. A lot of times people see failure because they didn't make a pivot or they didn't make a correction or an adjustment. Corrections and adjustments help you get to success. Gotcha. Gotcha. And even if, look, corrections and adjustments in our perceptions because maybe we are successful but going back to what we said earlier i'm judging myself against someone else so i feel like i'm not successful but yes you are successful because you're doing better than most people in this world but yeah. you're judging yourself against somebody who has a whole lot more and you don't know what they did like you said earlier to get there self-efficacy being able to validate yourself, your own self-worth. You know, and what you said earlier, one of my foundation points is 
us being able to validate ourselves and realize where we are. If I can't validate myself, mm. it's going to be hard for me to see where I am. I like to say it like this. Another way, my, my four points is self-validation and love. Self-care. If you love yourself, you take care of yourself, you're going to do the things to take care of your body and mind. The third thing is developing disciplines necessary to accomplish your goals. The fourth thing is to act on those goals. And mm. if you can do that, you can become successful. But more importantly, you can become interdependent. Man, that, wait, wait a minute. Go, so give us a dive a little bit deep into becoming interdependent. So interdependent means, I, I like to say it like this. Okay, so simple thing. So I'm at work. My, my wife communicates to me that she's not fixing dinner tonight because she's a good cook and she normally does. And then instead of getting mad or upset because she's not cooking dinner, I realize I own the fact that I'm responsible for me eating. Mm. I have plans to get something to eat because I don't always expect her to be that person that makes sure that I eat every day. So we're not going to have an issue about me having to feed myself. So I can be dependent on her, but if she doesn't, I'm still going to be okay. I can be dependent on a certain stream of income coming into my business, but I realize I can't just be dependent on that. I have to have some other source to help me. I can be dependent on a certain friend, but if they're not available, it's not the end of the world. I can find other ways to manage it I'm not expecting someone else to always be there or some other thing to meet my individual needs. Man, perfectly said. I don't need to piggyback off that. That was perfectly said. If that wasn't such an expensive mic, I would tell you to drop it. That's good right <laughs> there, McGee. That's whoever is listening, the man and the woman, whether you're entrepreneur, W2, W9, whatever you're dealing with, rewind the last two minutes that you just heard and play it back. Because remember, repetition deepens the impression. Exactly. And that goes back to those affirmations every day. The importance of affirming yourself, believing that you can do things and not defining yourself by your failures, but defining yourself about what you have learned. Yeah, it's crucial. And when you get to the point, because some people might say, oh, what y'all talking about sounds good, but I'm not there. If you're not there, it's one day at a time. Exactly. If you can't do it by yourself, which is no, it doesn't mean that you're less than a human being. It doesn't mean that you are a failure because you can't do it by yourself. That's where finding a mentor, finding a coach, finding a therapist comes into play in your life. Michael Jordan, even though I don't necessarily like to prop up celebrities, but I think people can relate to that. Michael Jordan Scottie Pippen and those other Chicago Bulls did not win three in a row, take a little time off, and then win three in a row again without a coach. Exactly. We need somebody who can see our blind spots for us. If you have these limiting beliefs, you may need somebody to help you crush them. Exactly. So that then you cannot define yourself by something that went wrong. Exactly. And, you know, for many of us, we've had so many things go wrong in our life. So when somebody says, hey, you mean to tell me I need to embrace failure? Man, I've been failing all my life. Things have been going wrong all my life. Well, it's perspective. You know, what did you learn from that failure? But having someone in your life to help speak to you 
is critical because it don't have to necessarily be a therapist because sometimes when we begin to move forward, we will feel uncomfortable, uncomfortable, have this cognitive dissonance about it. Like, I don't de deserve to be here. How did I get here? I'm not supposed to be here, you know, and we'll sabotage it because we don't think we deserve being in a place where things are good. And all we do is be looking for crap to hit the fan. Like, oh, you know, like, and so we can't embrace our opportunity and worrying about failure to the point we can't enjoy and embrace the journey and where we are right now. Cause we so busy being stressed out. So that's why it's important to have some people in our lives to help us yeah. where we are and how we can grow and help us understand, look, now nah, that's some of that negative thinking, man. That's that stuff from the hood, man. You gotta let that go. You gotta, yeah. you gotta let right. that go. The reason why I said therapist, coach. Yes, yeah, that's fine. That's great. Yeah. Because sometimes people can't find somebody in their environment who speaks differently. Exactly. But if you can find somebody who speaks differently, of course. Yeah. So any other questions that you want to ask? You no, know, I think you've pretty much answered all, the, answered all my questions, man. Actually, okay. before I even got to them, I think you already answered all the questions I had. So just don't quit. If you had to give a closing statement on why people shouldn't give up when they've gone through different things and have faced failure, what are you going to say? I would say to the person who has experienced a lot of failures, and that's what's in the forefront of their mind, is that all you have to do is change environments. And I don't mean moving from Ohio to Florida or from Florida to Alabama. All I mean is if you're in the car and you're thinking thoughts that are not supportive to who you are, who you want to be, get out of the car, not while it's moving, make sure it's parked, and take a walk. Change the environment. When you change the environment, just like sadness and hopelessness is like a grip, but when you physically move, you break that up. That grip can no longer grip you, it can no longer hold you hostage. Physically moving, that's why we have a heart. That's why we have muscles. That's why we have ligaments. That's why we have arms, legs. Physically move into the other room and then begin to tell yourself new thoughts. If the thought was, I'm not good enough, move into your next environment, move into the next room, move into the kitchen, the bedroom, outside, go on the porch, go on the balcony, go in the car, go in the garage, wherever you have to move and say the opposite of what you've been saying repetition deepens the impression pretty soon the thoughts that you want to think will outweigh the thoughts that you've been experiencing or that you've been holding on to i got a question for you oh sure does that mean you have to adjust the people in your life oh yeah 99.9 percent .9 of the time the answer is yes because if those people are speaking to you in a from a perspective of limit, down, low vibration, you have to limit your time around them. And sometimes those people might be your mother. I meet a lot of clients, love their mother, but their mother will say, you just like your no good father. Or why you wanna do that? You ain't never tried that before. You ain't gonna be successful with that. That's for those folks. I've heard it a million times but the people still want to be with their mother, right? But their mother is the one saying those things. I'm not saying never ever talk to your mother. I'm saying limit your exposure to her.
And when she starts talking in a way that is not where you are trying to go, Ma, you know what? I got to get off the phone. I'll talk to you tomorrow. So you ain't got to say, I'm sick of you. I hate you. I wish I had a different. No, you don't have to say that to your mother. Nah, Just limit the exposure. Limit. Let's say it again. Limit, limit the, exposure. the exposure. Exactly. Because if you continue, if you don't move, then you're going to continue wearing grave clothes. You, cool. you may have on a jacket as sharp as McGee's. But if your thinking is not healthy to where you want to go, you actually are wearing grave clothes. Can y'all visualize that? That's powerful. <laughs> Tony, one other thing I'm gonna ask you, man, and I, you know, and we're gonna close this out. I know we right at the holiday season. How does gratitude help us have the right mindset towards failure and success and not quitting? Yeah. When you are, when I am thankful, when McGee is thankful, when other people listening to this podcast are thankful, you kind of put a shield around yourself and you block out limiting beliefs. You block out beliefs that are not going to get you to your goal, help you walk out your promise and step into your promise and gain the victory over that thing that you badly, that you have a burning desire desire to achieve. It boils down to words. When we are grateful and when we show gratitude, it's words and words have a vibration. If I always tell my coaching clients when I first meet them, put two fingers on your throat and just say anything. So I'm talking right now. I can feel the vibration. Words are vibration. Mm. So you have a choice. Do I want to vibrate high or do I want to stay where I am? Mm. So I have to choose the words. I'm grateful for another day. I'm grateful for the ability to use my hands. If you are a carpenter, if you braid people's hair, if you are a barber, if you are a master craftsman, you're using your hands. Even we talked about clicks earlier, click the right thing, but you're using your hands. I'm grateful for the use of my hands. Exactly. I'm grateful and thankful for another day. I'm grateful for the ability to breathe. Yesterday wasn't such a good day, but I woke up this morning Thank you for another day. And don't you think when you can see life like that, you can realize that every day you have some level of success. Yes. Just having the opportunity to be able to think about things that you want to do in the future is a blessing. It's a blessing. Some people, oh my goodness, man. Some people are in the hospital and they are sick and they cannot get well. The doctor has pronounced them, you know, hey, this person doesn't have much time or they're in the nursing home. They don't have much time. They wish they were you. Right. But I'm, they I'm, wish that they could walk and talk and breathe and run and be sad and upright. They wish that they were you. Exactly. But I'm feeling like a failure because I haven't gotten everything that I wanted. But there's somebody so far off worse than I am. And not that, we, you know, we need to recognize that every day that we live and we have an opportunity, that in itself is a blessing and we need to find a way to embrace that. It's the little things one day after the other, consistently being grateful and thankful. Watch you be able to define success with a different set of lenses. Exactly. Define failure from a different set of lenses. Remember I said there's three things you can do. You can blame, you can justify, or you can accept. You will find yourself accepting it more 
And like McGee said, learning from it. Exactly. Exactly. Learning from it. Well, bro, do you have anything else you want to say on this? Because I, I think this has been a good discussion. No, if man, I think I've said enough because if I keep talking, it, it might lose some of its value. But I think we've said enough. Whoever is listening, the audience, you may have to play certain parts. Just go over it, go over it and then write it on your heart. Yeah, write it on your heart. And if you're a man, you can still write stuff on your heart. Writing stuff on our hearts is not just for women. Exactly. Exactly. It's not just for women. Hey, I thank you, bro. I appreciate you being here with me and to everyone that's been listening. Thank you for listening again to another episode of Therapy is Life. And I just want to emphasize again, just don't quit. If you feel down, learn to appreciate and value what you do. Have gratitude, realizing that failure is a learning process. It's not an end. It doesn't determine your life, but it's a part of the process. I like to say sometimes, our Zions can be no greater than the efforts and energies it took to achieve them. So our successes have more value when we've gone through some things. Look, so y'all, we'll talk to y'all next episode. We'll see you soon. Have a beautiful holiday. If it's not a holiday season for you, hopefully you will embrace this time to get something for yourself in your heart, in your soul, in your mind that will make you a happier, healthier person. Take care and have a wonderful day.